Check. 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 You hear me? Check. You hear me? Soup. Soup. Pop. Pop. See? See how I'm saying it right there and it's not popping? Gotcha. Pop. Pop. See, you went a little too You went a little too hot. See, I'm going a little too hot right there. Pop. So if you go hot, just pull the mic away. Pop. Pop. See, now it's not hot. Pop. Pop. Check. Pop. See, you're... you're, Am I, yeah. No, you're doing it wrong. Pop. That's it. Okay. Got it? Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right. Coming to you live from Ed's living room, you're listening to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron. Okay. Hot week in the news. Hot week full of hot takes. Boy, oh boy. We got a lot to talk about. They came with the shits, man. Dude. Black History Month is uber trash this year. Mm. It's not good. Like mm-hmm. it's a it's been kind of not good for race relations. It's weird that they picked this month to do all that though. Right. It's like all the shit just kind of comes flying out. You could have done this in like March. You couldn't have waited a month. I yeah, I mean March is kind of like it's the springtime, right? Yeah, and this like 28 days. This is the shortest month. You had to come with it all right now. Not even a leap year. You couldn't even wait in until 2020. Right. Yeah, I just had to come with it in, in February. The shortest month. Like this is the shortest month. Of the year, and y'all want to just jam pack all the fuckery in twenty eight days. It's a real shame. Real God shame. Yeah, ain't right. So this is going to be epi- the episode where we talk about race. Last week we talked all about love. It was. It was very. And it was day. very well received. Got a, got a great response from a lot of people about our Valentine's Day takes. Some people, to my knowledge, are more pro Valentine's Day than I had anticipated. I think most people are. I think most people try to be more positive anyway. So. Yeah, it's a good thing. We're trying to maintain the level of possibility. Positivity. That's what I meant. In 2019. <laughs> See, instead of getting mad there, I just let you handle it. And that's a positive thing. Right. But this week, we're going to talk about race. And listen, we always hear that thing about we need to have the discussion. We need to talk about race. We need to have the conversation about race. This is the conversation. Yeah. All right. And it's a one sided conversation with two black dudes sitting in an apartment by themselves. Okay. So if you want to talk back to us, if you want to respond to us, you can hit us up on Twitter. You can hit us up on Instagram. You can leave a message on Anchor. But until then, you're going to shut up and listen. Okay. Respectfully. Please, respectfully, shut up and listen. But first, we must get started with some breaking news coming out of. Where's McDonald's located? Like, where's our HQ? I have no idea. I just figured they're just everywhere. We're going to start with some breaking news out of Scotland. (laughs) Okay. From a burger joint called McDonald's. Man. They are now selling bacon? Like, what is this? What's going on? They're going extra hard with this advertisements about them putting bacon on, like, their burgers. Like, no one else has done this ever. I saw the advertisement for bacon cheese fries. Right. Big deal. It was like... Bacon bits and cheese whiz on their fries. And Who gives a like, shit? But they got like JB Smooth and like Ken Jong and Stephen A. Smith, Jalen Rose doing every, like commercials for it. I'm like, it's just bacon bits and cheese whiz on fries, dude. Like, is yeah. this what you're really going all the way in on? I bet you they're delicious. I doubt it. I highly doubt it. I, I bet. I bet you don't think so. I bet they're average. 
I bet they're just average. Like McDonald's has good fries though. Mm, they're okay. I mean, when they're fresh, it's they're, like they're hard to beat. They if are, I'm being completely honest, they're they're okay. I mean, like after the I guess after the trans fats thing, they're okay. Who do you think has the best French fries? Best French fries. Don't um, say Whataburger. I no, swear to God, if you do, no, 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 um, no. French fries. Are we talking? Are, are we talking about um, like fast food French fries or just French fries? French fries. Fast food French fries. Hmm. Chick fil A. Damn. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, yeah. All easy. Right. That's yeah. easy. The waffle fries. Waffle right? fries, definitely. Yeah. No. It's kind of hard to beat. Yeah. That's a layup, dude. If Chick fil A starts putting chili cheese fries together, well, I guess they wouldn't do chili because they I, don't do beef. I saw someone like. They did something with their um with their fries and it was on Twitter. Like they had they had the waffle fries and then somehow they got like chili and cheese on them. What? And they took a they took a picture of it. I don't think they I don't think they sell it that way. They just made them. They just made them and I was like, that is retarded. It's a brilliant idea. It was brilliant. Brilliant idea. Yeah. Um so are we excited about this McDonald's selling bacon thing? I just think it's where they, they spent all this money. <laughs> I think it's where they spent this just money. I like the ad campaign to say, "Hey, we have bacon now." Like no one else is like everyone's have bacon on their on their food. Yeah, like I don't know why McDonald's like, "Hey, Wendy's built their back on it." They have baconator. Yeah, it's like y'all got some catching up to do. A lot of catching up. Y'all are putting this ad campaign like, "Hey guys, we you can get a Big Mac with bacon." Wow. Or we can get a quarter pounder with bacon. Oh my god. It's like what? <laughs> can I get a filet of fish with bacon? I don't even think you can do that though. I think that it's just for those two things, and if they can't do it to anything else, dude, they have a fish sandwich with a slice of cheese on it. It's just like that. That idea is just disgusting. I think you even call it fish is like. I think that's like a be like a legal thing because like, can we legally call it fish? I guess we can't because it's like somewhat fish, and there's like some sawdust in here. Absolutely, and like some toenail clippings, but yeah. it's mostly. I guess it's mostly fish. We can call it fish. After figuring out what is in the McRib, there's no way that. The filet of fish is actual fish. I mean, there's a fish in there, but it's not fish parts. Yeah, they're fish parts. Yeah, for sure. So you're eating parts of fish, yeah. but it's not like, um, you know, it's not a filet. I mean, I guess it's a filet of fish. No, it's, it's not. No, because I'm sure when I say filet of fish, I mean that that's like their own term. They probably have like trademark. It's a filet of fish. That doesn't mean it's like a filet of fish. It's like a filet of fish. So I have to like use that exact terminology, like filet of fish. Mm, I see what you're saying now. <laughs> I see what you're saying. It's like calling wings that don't come from chicken, spelling it W Y N G Z. Exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. All right. So it's a filet of fish. Hey, shout out to the lawyers. Yeah. No, that they work. They work tirelessly. <laughs> Always on retainer. Definitely. They earn all their money. So the Grammys was last week. Yeah. Um, did you watch? I don't ever watch any award shows just because they're very dry and boring to me. Um, but I do. I I hear about things. And I watch clips afterwards. Were so, you excited about any of the winners or any of the nominees? I was excited about the fact that like that we had like a wager, and I bet one. You bet the field, and I won. Casey Musgraves. Yeah. Yeah. You bet uh, the field. Like, I, I just say, like, I bet I bet for one person, you bet the field. I said that there's a better chance that a hip hop album wins album of the year than the Casey Musgraves album. Yeah, and I just said, nope. Like I, I picked that I picked that one one horse. I was like, that's one horse. Yeah. Is getting it. That was a good call though. I'll give you that. Um 
what about Cardi B? She came away big. She was kind of the star oh, of the night. Man, um, no, her dress was amazing. Dress was amazing. Performance uh, was amazing. Performance is amazing. She won album of the or rap album of the year. Yeah. Um, I root for Cardi. I I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on Cardi B when I say this because like I I actually enjoy Cardi B. I enjoy her album was good. I thought her album was good. Um, I enjoy her as a rapper, even though they say she's a writer her own lyric. I just enjoy her delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like she has like there's like a lot of there's a, a lot of punch in her lyrics, right? That I enjoy. So I, I enjoy. I thought it was like for, for first album, great, amazing first album to come out with, like to debut with. Album of the year, I disagree with, but I'm not super mad about her winning album of the year. Yeah, I the, mean rap album the of the year. I'm. Also, do not agree that it was the rap album of the year, right? As we've talked about on this podcast, you can listen about it on the episode where we talk about music. Yeah, uh, but I'm not going to take her flowers away. Like, no, 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 no. I'm happy for her to win. Yeah. I don't agree that it was the album of the year simply because my ear gravitates towards the Nipsey Hussle album. That was a good album, and that was also nominated. So, yeah. so was Daytona. So was Daytona, which also could have won, and I would have been just as, yeah, as happy. But Cardi B's album makes the most sense to win because of the cultural impact it had as well as the musical impact. Yeah. Like she is the number one star in America right now, full stop. Yeah. And for all of the chips that were stacked against her after she came up with Bodak Yellow, right? They were like, can she put out an album? There's no way she can put out an album. Her album's going to tank. And then it comes out, and not only does it do well, but it's critically acclaimed, and it has a ton of hits on it that they're still playing right now, and it came out last... When did it come out? Summer? Yeah, I think so. She's still getting in, like, commercials. Yeah. And they're still playing the record with uh, Bad Bunny on the radio. Oh, yeah. Like that's still in heavy rotation, and she's on. She has a lot of features too, and she does a ton of features. She got the new song with Bruno Mars. They have another hit on her hands. Get ready for that one because that's going to be around till the summertime. So, yeah, let's just enjoy her win for being a threshold moment for hip hop. Yeah, and the like, the, yeah, the first female artist to win um the rap, best rap album. That's also something too. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's good. That, that's awesome for her. Very awesome. Yeah. Um. Is there any other Grammy takes? Oh, right. Here's the thing that bugs me about people talking about the Grammys and the Oscars and the Emmys and any sort of like entertainment award show that gets televised, right? We have people. Usually um, people of a certain affiliation mm-hmm. that are upset that people on the television are accepting awards for being a musician or being an actor or being a director or whatever like that. Oh, damn, that's weird. Yeah, they say, well, why do they get such a special night? Like, they think they're so special. They get handed awards for pretending, blah, 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 blah. Listen, every industry has an award. Definitely, yeah. Every industry has an award. It doesn't matter if you're a doctor, if you're a teacher, if you're a game programmer. We all They all have awards. McDonald's has a play of the week. Yes. <laughs> like what? It just so happens that <laughs> nobody wants about? to hear your dry ass speech for winning, uh, you know, engineer of the year. Right. David. <laughs> okay. So go fucking sit down somewhere and appreciate the fact that these are people that work very hard in an industry of entertainment. 
Yeah. So it makes no sense why you're upset that their biggest night of the awards is entertaining. Right. A form of entertainment. It's what they do. Although I don't think I don't find that entertaining, but yeah, but I, but I get what you're saying. No, the award shows can be entertaining. They, they can have moments. They run long though. They run They're super so long. long. I feel like when they when we were younger, like when I was a kid, I remember watching the Oscars and they became self aware about how the show how long the show was, and it started to become a part of the show. Like I think it was one year Conan O'Brien hosted, mm. and was it Conan O'Brien? It had to have been Conan O'Brien, maybe, and. They actually had a website when you would log on. It was like, why is a show so long.com? And it would tell you like like what they did Damn. throughout the production process and why that show was so long. <clears throat> but it makes sense. I mean, there's a ton of categories that you have to profile and a ton of people that need to get on stage and, and do something. So I don't mind it. I certainly don't sit there and watch them anymore, but I do watch the highlights on YouTube when they put them up. Mm. But we'll stop complaining about award season because it's really tired at this point if you don't like celebrities then you i mean i don't understand what you do with your time another reason why about another reason why i don't watch the grammys though and i'm put this out there is just that as you say you disagree with cardi b winning the rap album of the year um i just feel that sometimes when it comes to the grammys that they are ill-equipped to judge some certain genres of music accurately. Which genre of music would you be referring to, Ed? Hip-hop and R&B for the, for the most part. Interesting. Yeah, because um, like it, it, it goes back as far as Fresh Prince winning the very first rap album of the year. Right. You know what I'm saying? DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince won the very first rap Grammy. They did not attend the award show. A bunch of people didn't attend the award show. Right. In protest. Yeah. Because it wasn't being televised. Right. So I mean, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not I'm not even gonna say I'm not gonna I'm not even trying to shit on Will Smith and Jazz Jeff's thing. I'm just saying they all there are also other rap albums that were on that same book that probably should have deserved it more. So I'm not saying that the Grammys are off base when they have their nominees because Casey Mucker's album was a good album. Like I heard, like I listened to it after she won. And I don't even like, I'm not even a country fan, but I'm saying it's a good album. It's not a bad album at all. So my thing is just that I feel that when it comes to hip hop and R&B, they don't really grasp significance or, or are able to judge it accurately. And every time I try to give them the benefit of the doubt, they give, they do things to just further my, um, my stance. And right now my red hot piece of evidence is have Jennifer Lopez do the Motown? Yeah. Bruh. All right. So I have a theory about this. Jennifer Lopez is an incredible performer, right? She has a residency at Vegas. She can put on a show. She'll entertain you for 90 minutes straight singing and dancing, right? Jennifer Lopez, though, performs like Jennifer Lopez every night. Mm-hmm. J-Lo can only do J-Lo. Mm-hmm. Jenny from the Block only knows how to be Jenny from the Block. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Jenny from the Block does not do Motown. Mm-mm. And if you were to take that performance and pluck it out of the Motown tribute and put it on its own and say, this is Jennifer Lopez, it would be phenomenal. That'd be fine. But to have a Motown perf- Motown tribute, I mean, you have Smokey Robinson. 
Janelle Monet was in the building. Janelle Monet is right there. Bro, like you can't tell me you don't tell me she can in a better Her job. Was right there. Bro. Childish Gambino was in the building. You can't you No, can't, he wasn't. He wasn't there? No, he didn't go. Oh, sad. He didn't go. Kendrick didn't go. A bunch See, of I watched clips. Go. I watched clips. Um <laughs> But yeah, like we've could they could put together more of a Yeah, but uh, I know I saw Janelle Monet's performance. That she killed that shit. Dude, Janelle Monet she is killed that shit. Phenomenal in every way. Killed that shit. She there's a show on uh on Amazon Prime. It's called um I don't know if it's called Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep or if it's just called Electric Sheep, but she's in an episode. It's like a it's a Philip K. Dick uh series. I think it's like an anthology, kind of like Black Mirror, but not uh-huh. as dark. And she plays an android. I was like, if there's anybody to play an android, right. it's Janelle Monet. Right. But um, yeah, that performance was contested, I would say, from some people. Did you see Barry Gordy's face? Yeah. He like, what in the fuck is yeah. going on? Yeah. I mean, I, I think that the Grammys are a little tone deaf. I mean, they have historically bad slip ups. They gave Jethro Tull best metal album in a year that Metallica was nominated for best metal album as well. So, I mean, it's they like they, but I think that's changing with the more people and the more diverse cast that they get nominated and winning awards, they get accepted into the academy now so they get a vote and they get a voice you know just blaze ninth wonder i told you this they mm-hmm. are working very hard behind the scenes to get hip-hop and r&b a little bit more um recognition like i don't think that there's a world that we live in where if nipsey hustle puts out his album last year it gets nominated for a grammy mm-hmm. i just don't see that i think that 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 to me shows that there is some serious progression Okay. happening yeah. cardi b winning huge progression her being able to perform huge progression so I, if we're still in this same state that we're in right now five years from now watching the grammys where we're like wow i can't believe they got that wrong then maybe yeah. I'll, I'll redact my statement a little bit but for right now like i can't look at the results from this year and say that they are still um you know stuck in the mud i hear you i just that i guess the, it takes time argument is always like um, it always like rings a, a little bit hollow for me just because I mean, how much time do y'all need? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure that I can say confidently that I will probably die before everything gets, before everything gets like fixed right culturally. I'm not going to see just everything be right culturally before I, before my last day. So it's like, how much time do y'all need? Because everyone else said it takes time before me. That I've already been or dead and gone and said it takes time. So how much time do y'all need? Yeah. So that's why that, that argument kind of rings hollow for me. But J-Lo, god damn. Y'all were <laughs> fucking wilding with that shit. Y'all know J-Lo can't sing. When, y'all, when I heard her open with like um with uh Jackson with the Jackson 5, I was like, y'all gotta be fucked up. Yeah. God damn. J-Lo? Yeah. We all know she can dance. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying she's a good, she's not a bad performer, but I have her to do a tribute to Motown. Y'all are, I know, I know y'all are just pretty funny, actually. I need to see, I need, I need to see who else y'all called because I need to see people. There are at least eight people had to say no, not at least eight that could have said no to you before that. This actually, no, never mind. I don't care who the fuck said no to you. This isn't acceptable. I just don't do it. (laughs) Just don't do it. I don't care. I don't care who rejected it. Like if people rejected it, just say like, you know, we can't do it because everyone else, everyone who called said no. Because to go out there with J Lo, 
Damn, that's a goddamn mine. Hey, you know who didn't say no? <laughs> the dad from Abducted in Plain Sight. <laughs> He didn't say no when uh, <sighs> B asked him to jerk him off in the front seat of his car. <sighs> okay, so <laughs> the documentary that has taken the internet by storm the past few weeks has been this show called Abducted in Plain Sight. <clears throat> and we talked about this fascination with true crime and murder and yeah. all that kind of shit. This is sort of lends itself to that. It's like the perfect storm of interest, interest, right? Yeah. It's middle class family, middle class white family, small town, the 70s. Super bizarre. You know, sex, Super abduction. So like it's, it checks all the boxes. So bizarre. But when you watch it, at least I felt this way. You could tell me if you did as well. When I watched it, I, it wasn't necessarily compelling. No, like, is I don't want to make anyone think this is because I I like documentaries. This isn't a good documentary. It's not a good documentary because there's no they bury the lead very early. Definitely, they they tell you who this guy is. He moved into this town. He moved in next door to this family. He's a good looking dude. He's charismatic, and you're like immediately say, oh, he's guilty of something. But the thing is also is that why I say it's not a good documentary because they they leave a lot of like things that are just out in in the world. Like keep in mind. The guy who did all this shit, he had a wife and family himself. Right. And you know, like, you don't hear anything about them anymore. It's no. like, wait, what about his wife and kids? Like, what happened to them? Yeah. So this guy moves in next door to the family. The family has three daughters. I think it was three. Three daughters? Um, I mean, there's one daughter that's just more important than the other ones. That's why you don't know yeah. how many. He becomes obsessed with this one daughter who was 14 at the time. Yeah. And starts doing very strange things like picking her up. Well, I guess strange now, but I guess back then it wasn't too strange, or maybe it was strange, and these people just didn't get it. I think but if you have he, a child. he took her, he tried to, he convinced her parents that he was going to take her horseback riding. Yeah, and ended up not doing that. Right, ended up abducting her. Just took her, take and- her, took her to a trailer, and. <laughs> Had a, convinced this girl that she was an alien. He drugged her. He yeah. drugged her. Yes, she passed out. She wakes up. She's in a room. She's got shackles tied to her. There's a intercom box on the nightstand next to the bed. There's some aliens, quote unquote, aliens talking to her, telling her that she's an alien and that she needs to breed with a male in order to uh, ensure the 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 life of the race of aliens. Right. You need to breed with the first person you see. She goes into the next room. She sees uh, her friend B, the guy that abducted her, the person who she thought was a family friend, and then proceeds to have a relationship with him. Right. Sexual. Now, now I just want to go preface it that this was a dumb kid. She was, she was, she was, diggy. she was dumb, but can't say that, Ed. No, I can't because you can't I, say that well, kids are dumb, man. No, let me let me go. Let me just you can't follow, say it, man. Follow me. We're gonna get shut down. Follow me. Cause this kid is this this kid was dumb. She was really dumb to like just wake up and just hear I say because you're an alien, and all of a sudden you think you're an alien. This dumb kid. Uh, <laughs> just 
but I'm not saying that that makes it okay for her to get assaulted because y'all have we have a lot of dumb kids now. If you say that we don't have a lot of dumb kids now, keep in mind that last year we had to warn y'all to not eat Tide Pods mm-hmm. and it not burn your arms on stoves. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so but none of y'all deserve to get busted either. So just you being dumb is doesn't mean it makes this okay, right? But she was dumb. Just I'm just get that out the way. Okay, she was That's dumb. As, she was dumb as rocks. But go on. Um, so she ends up. Well, they end up having sex, right? She says she she did not enjoy it. She wasn't like into it. Um. But this was, was his that was plan. part of the mission. This was his plan all along, and this was part of the mission that she felt she had to go through. Now, here's where it gets weird, because now B, the guy, the the sicko, starts going after the mom and dad. Mm-hmm. He went after the mom, right? She found him attractive. They started messing around a little bit. Then he goes after the dad. And it, it, it has to be the most infamous moment to take away from this whole documentary. We posted a meme about it on our Instagram page at State Your Take, and by far the most popular post we've ever posted. I had to, I had to pause it, bro. When like we said that, I had to pause it. I, I had to pause it. I walked out the room for a second. I had to like gather my thoughts. B goes to pick up the guy, the dad from his job. Right. He's like, take a lunch break with me. They go for a drive. He's com- B is complaining about his wife not having sex with him. And at that moment, B has a full on rager. Erection. No, we're going to say a boner. Okay. <laughs> and he looks over to dad and he says, hey, man, you mind providing some relief? It's just kid stuff. <laughs> Just, you know, just kid stuff. Cause who hasn't? I don't know what kids doing this shit. Who hasn't jerked off their best if friend? If your kids are doing this shit, you need to talk to them right now. If you have kids and this is kid stuff, talk to them. This this ain't no. Yeah, I don't know what kids doing this shit. Yeah. I was like, wait, I don't, kids, I don't care. You know, kids I don't, I don't care I, if you're a heterosexual, homosexual. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You shouldn't ain't, be jerking this, anybody off until you're. 32. This ain't kid stuff. You need a license. This ain't kid stuff. You hear that, kids? You need a license to jerk somebody this off. This ain't kid stuff. So the dad looks at him and he says, I don't know, man. And then B says, come on, bro. That's it. That's the level of convincing it took. And so the dad was, as he says, dumb enough that to that's so fucked up too. jerk him off to enough. completion. That's not no. Don't call Imagine it that. that. That's 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 just wrong to call it dumb enough. Because like you're a lot of things in that moment. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if dumb was one of them. Well, later on in the movie, I think they kind of proved to everyone how absent-minded they were. Absent-minded. I'll say absent-minded. Mm, go ahead, but I'll, 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 I don't think it was going. So when uh they find they find out um. Oh, man, okay. So the, the thing, the, no, the thing is, is, like, I think I have the order for, order mixed up because they, they tell it, it up. They know they tell the they tell the story kind of messed up too, which is not why it's not a good documentary. They tell it kind of backwards because the thing is, like, he was grooming the parents before he took them out. Like, 
the parents. That's right. Happened, yeah. What happened with the parents was that what happened way before she even took the daughter for the first time. Because they abducted the daughter twice. That's right. Which yeah. is also weird. Because they, they tell we'll you that. that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. So. So after they abducted the daughter, after B abducted the, da- the daughter the first time, she, they get her back. They didn't get the police involved, but I forget how they got her back. No, they they got no. The police were definitely involved that first time. That's right. The police were involved. See, this is why it's so fucked up. The police were involved. The girl gets back. They plan on suing B. Not suing. They were they they had full on charges pressed. Full on charges dude. pressed. Then the family signs an affidavit saying no, he had permission to be with our daughter because the wife came after the wife came the B's wife came to to their house and told him like. Hey, if you don't have them signs after David, I'm gonna tell them about everything that we we're doing. Yeah. By a like meaning. But I don't know if they even talked about the wife's affair so much. They just talked about the uh, the husband being a homosexual. Yeah. That was like the main thing they talked about. Like this is a small town in Idaho. Right. In the seventies. Yeah. Where being a homosexual could probably get you killed. I don't maybe I mean, yeah, maybe, for sure. But my I guess my issue with that, my main issue with that was like you said I would even in the documentaries, I was dumb enough. Like, even now, you won't even admit that you want to jack his dick off. Like, even now, like, you're an old man, way beyond, like, your daughter's a full-grown woman. And you, even at this point, you can't admit you want to jack his dick off. Like, just own the hand job, dog. Like, if you owned the hand job way back then, you could have avoided all this shit. Hashtag own the HJ. Own it. Because you definitely wanted, you, you definitely wanted his dick. <laughs> you definitely wanted his dick. And that's my issue. Like, I know that I guess my main issue with them, with with these parents was that, like, you let your own dirty shit put your daughter at risk because, like, this person abducted your daughter and you know she did. He know he did horrible things with her. You know he did. But just because you don't want your own dirty shit to come out, you let her be at risk again. And this is where I cut off the movie. I didn't finish it. Oh, you can you can watch it? There? I didn't watch it because yeah. I I sat there and I thought it about hard. it. It's hard. It's a hard watch, man. Because I I just didn't have any real reason. To, I was like, all right, that guy's a scumbag. This family, I I don't I don't know I. But see, I can't sit there and judge them for that because I can't imagine what would have been going through their brain nowadays in 2019. If a young, good-looking guy takes a liking to your 14-year-old daughter. I mean, immediately that's a red flag and you're doing something about it. But in the 70s, maybe they just didn't have that level of enlightenment yet. Mm. I know, I know it sounds crazy because you should think that naturally it should come. But again, we're talking about a different set of parameters for danger. You know what I mean? Like you used to let your kids walk home from school and didn't even think about it. Now you don't let your kids out of your sight. There's a whole, but there's a whole list of shit. There's a whole list of shit that, that people didn't consider then that they consider now. And that's why I think generally better. We're better off, but I I don't know, man. Like I, I can't say that they're dumb. They certainly weren't aware. They weren't alert, but I don't know, man. It's a fucking weird thing. But I just know I didn't get any enjoyment out of watching that documentary. It wasn't interesting. It wasn't like they didn't build up the uh, the mystery of it. It was just one stupid mistake after another. I mean, I, but the thing is, like, I don't. I guess my issue is all the all the horrible things happened 
after they sign an affidavit. That's the part that gives me. That's that's why I can't give them any any um credit. Yeah, because now if they say anything else, they look like liars. But the thing is, is that it they they put they did that all in fear of him being exposed as a homosexual, which mm-hmm. he probably was, or bisexual. I don't know. I don't know what he was. All I know is that he wanted the dick. But <laughs> don't say it like that. I mean, that's what it was. <laughs> That's what it was. Um, what I'm saying is like, <laughs> if he just came out with that, my thing is like him wanting the dick should not proceed. <laughs> his love for his daughter. Okay, All the right. dick should not go above go above your own daughter. Oh, that's the God. only issue. That's that's my main issue with that with him in the thing. It's okay. like you were bisexual. Fine, whatever. Yeah, you wanted like the guy had a hard on. You wanted to see what that was about. Fine, whatever. This man was messing with your daughter, though. And you know that because you abducted her the first time. So he's like saying, hey, I, I need you to drop the charges. And I'm still fucking with your daughter. But if you don't do this, I'm going to say that you were homosexual. Like yeah. I'm saying you got to own the hand job and protect your daughter. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I feel that. I don't disagree. Um, Don't watch this documentary if you haven't already. I mean... I'm not gonna say don't watch it. I feel like I'll say don't watch it. You don't need to watch it. The only the only victim to me is There's better documentaries. Other, oh, in terms of like quality, yeah, yeah, thirty for thirty, all of them are better than this. Like every single thirty for thirty is better than this one. True, but I mean, yeah, man. Like we're thirty minutes in, we haven't talked a single thing about race, and this is supposed to be the one where we talk about race. I mean, it may go a little longer. That's fine. Yeah, I got. I could just bear with this. So let's talk about race. Okay. Um, okay, big news this week. Big, 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 big. Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed settle with the NFL for an undisclosed amount in their lawsuit against the, the league. Mm. Um victory or not? This is weird because like I think people when I've gone on the internet, both sides are treating like as like as a victory, and it's weird because it's like they're I guess they're both right. Cause cause what do you mean both sides? There's one side that's saying that um you know Colin Kaepernick's out for um just he's that he's um just out for himself and he's being selfish or whatever, and they're saying that see all he wants was a page all he wants to pay out and they're saying like that's a victory and then on the other side they're saying like the NFL did collude against him and the NFL settling and saying like oh well see he they they settled so they admitted they're admitting to it so. They're both saying they're both treating it as a victory, but it's like I guess you're both kind of right, but I don't know. It's weird. Well, what say you? What say me? I say that this this issue was Colin Kaepernick's issue, and I guess I don't want to get too much into it as on him as much as like because it's his issue, so he can deal with how he wants to deal with it. However, some of his ad campaigns and things may seem like it's a bigger it makes him he's bigger than himself. Makes him that there's an issue with um, the league and him against him taking a stand for what he believes in, you know, stand for something even though he have sacrificed everything, all that, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. So it may seem it's bigger than himself. So for you to settle out for this amount, I don't know why you would do that. Well, I'll ask, I'll ask you this: What is the end game for the boycott in the NFL? Like, what is the point where we'll say, okay? 
you did enough. Well, for me, I didn't boycott because of this thing. Like to, to me, honestly, for me, CTE is a bigger issue. I mean, yes, there's a lot of reasons yeah. why I'm no longer watching the NFL. Right, like we that, talked about this, yeah. but when it in terms of the Colin Kaepernick boycott or the aspect of the boycott, what would the NFL have to do, if anything, for you to say, okay, I'll I'll watch, I'll start supporting the league again, mm. because. Usually with a boycott, mm-hmm. there's a point to it. Yeah. There's, you know, there's a business and there's, you know, they're, they're doing something wrong. We'll say, okay, we're going to boycott you until you fix this problem. And then if they don't fix the problem, then the business goes out of business or whatever. Or if they fix the problem, then the boycott is settled. Right. Right. Saw that in Montgomery, right? The Montgomery yeah. bus boycott. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Had, a, had an end game, had yeah. a goal. Right. As far as the NFL goes, What's the goal? For me, it'd be just let people do what they would like. For me, honestly, in that situ- in, in that instance, it's just to do let them express themselves. I think that's the, uh, to me that was the issue. It was like I, it was never about um, it was never about uh, I don't know, I don't I didn't expect, I expect them to like do anything about um, police brutality like they're in the NFL, but at the same time, I don't think you should penalize people or just have this kind of stance with people who who do speak it out against it. That was my issue. It's like, they were just kneeling. It was like, they were just kneeling for the anthem. Like, why are you making this the big thing than it was? It's just, they're speaking out against something that they feel affects them as people. So I feel like, honestly, to me, if you just like, if they they could just say like, people be kneeling, they, like shrug your shoulders. Like if that, if, if they just that way, I'd been fine with it. Cause it's like, you have your freedom of speech. So if you have a problem with people kneeling, I mean, they were, they had a problem, so they knelt. I don't know what do me tell you. They've reportedly reached out to Adam Silver to run the league. Adam Silver is the commissioner of the NBA, which has a much better re- uh, relationship with their players that um, choose to express themselves. Because that's his stance. It's like, what do you want me to tell you? Like, that's what they feel. The NFL wishes we weren't talking about this still. Right. And the NBA has been very open about letting the players silently and peacefully protest. Yes. From LeBron wearing the I can't breathe shirts in the warm in the warm-ups to speaking out on social issues on Twitter and then getting involved in the communities. There's really no like the the NBA just doesn't touch what the players do. That and like Adam Subs also like increased their profitability by like he's doubled the profitability. Right. In terms of like the league. Which Probably has a lot to do with why they reached out a as well. A whole lot. But in terms of from the public standpoint, Adam Silver is running the NBA a lot smoother than Roger Goodell is running the NFL. Yeah. I agree with you. I think there needs to be... Um, the NFL needs to just get generally cooler. Just don't sweat everything so much. They just need to be cool. Like the NBA is cool, right? NFL is cool, but it's not cool. No, like they're, they're, they're we're like really- the players are cool. The players are cool, and now that they can, exp- you know, do touchdown and end zone, end zone celebrations, all like that, like that adds to the coolness of it, right? But the 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 idea that the players, you know, can't protest, they can't say what they want in the. Uh, Post game interviews, get fined for shoes that they wear. They sometimes. get fined for the cleats that they wear in the field. Um, 
you know, it's just, it feels very stiff, stiff and on a leash, yeah. tethered, I'll say. Right. Whereas the NBA, you know, you have Kevin Durant giving a post game press conference and it goes viral. Basically, yeah, basically like they're um them walking them walking to their locker room might as well be like a runway. Right. It's a it's a fucking fashion show every week. Yeah. It's great. The NBA All Star game, it's like a whole week of celebration. Basically. The Super Bowl kind of came and went this year without a much of a much of a splash. Yeah. <laughs> so there's people on both sides <laughs> talking about, um, you know, the, the protests and Colin and still we have people that believe that this is a protest against the flag and our troops in America, the anthem. Okay. We need to, ha- all right. So this is the, this is the conversation. We, as black people, need to tell white people what's really going on within our community. And the fact is is that, no, we don't think all of you are racist. No. No, we don't think all Trump supporters are racist. No. But there's a good chance that all racists are Trump supporters. Some of them, yeah. We'll say we'll say that a good chunk. We'll say a good chunk of racists are Trump supporters if they support anybody. Because not all of them are. I mean, like I don't want to make seem like MAGA does not did not get exclusivity rights on racism. They didn't. Which leads us to Jesse Smollett. Oh yeah. Fam, what the fuck were you thinking? Huh. If this turns out to be what they're saying it is. Dude, it ruins, it sets everything back a hundred years. Because now, look, I'm proud of what we said when we said it a few yeah. weeks ago. When oh, we said, we don't know. I don't know. We don't know if this is true. Was like, there, was, there was a lot of doubt. There, there was a lot sure. of doubts for in sure. the story. But it's not without precedent. No. We've seen that type of attack happen before. Yeah. Which is why this is so frustrating because now if tomorrow a young black gay man gets attacked in the streets for being black or for being gay now he's going to have a problem he's going to have a real problem getting people to believe his story yeah because of the sheer amount of doubt tied to this high profile yeah man case yeah yeah it's it's crazy it's like, um, it's kind of like, it reminds me of when women, like, lie, the women that get caught lying about, like, sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. It's like, you don't understand how much damage you're doing to um, to a certain um, population as a whole because this is a prevalent crime. It happens to a lot of, it happens to a lot of, a lot of women. So when you come out and get caught as being a liar about it, then you you give precedence and give reason to doubt other people that have this happened to. Because there are a lot of hate crimes that are not reported. There are a lot of hate crimes that are just nonsensical. Also, like I mean, Emmett Till happened. Like these, this is we have hate crimes that are nonsensical in fashion that happen. So 
I like I said, I, I still don't know what happened. Yeah. But this what kinda- they're saying happened, or what they're what they what they believe to be the case is that Jussie paid these two guys. One of them was an extra on the show. Yeah, he paid these two guys to do this to set this up. Right, that's the latest report that I've seen. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing too. Um, not two white guys, not MAGA supporters. Right, they weren't screaming homophobic and racial shit at him. You know, it was, it was a setup. I like I said, I still don't know. Like my like my stance hasn't changed. I still don't know. But um, and look, here's the thing. Here, here, here's the other thing that people need to understand. Nobody wanted it to be MAGA supporters either. Right. Like nobody wanted it to play out the way that he said it played out because if it were two Trump supporters that beat up a black gay man, it would be just as damaging as finding out that this whole thing was a setup Mm. in just a different way. Yeah. Now we have an entirely different mess. Where you have somebody who is already high profile and was just trying to seemingly increase his his star, which fucking makes all the sense in the world now. Because I think after a, like a week after the attack, he had a show. He went and performed and like was saying, oh, I'm not going to let them stop me from being here with you guys. Like he's he's got like an album coming out or a song coming out. It's like right out of Empire. It's really weird. Fam, it really is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't, like. I I just. I guess my issue is that if this is a setup, it's highly irresponsible in terms of how you're affecting your the the community because these hate crimes happen that are, there are many hate crimes that aren't even reported, and the fact that you can have set this precedent to put this out, put this kind of doubt in people's minds is highly irresponsible and very selfish. On top of all the other reasons why people don't come forward with hate crimes, abuse, any sort of allegations. Yeah. Now you got to add this on top of it. Yeah. So I don't, this is going to stick in people's minds. This is going to be a political talking point now. Definitely. Oh my God. This is going to be a campaign talking point. Uh. No, it will be. Maybe. No, it will be. I mean, it probably will be. You don't think he's going to use this? No, it probably will be for sure. But the thing, but the thing is, is just that I don't like it. It will be, but it shouldn't be. But I, I'm not saying that it wouldn't be because people they they latch on the dumber shit. Like I don't know. I don't know what you. I don't know how. Dog, he brought a kid from the, to the State of the Union that has a last name Trump. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and I know. was being bullied in school. I get it. No, I get. I get what you're saying. Like. like there's no. there's no branch that is too low for no, him to I'm pick saying, that fruit. I'm saying of. that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying it shouldn't be, but I'm not. But because I don't see how this goes into a presidential thing as a whole. But yeah, no, for sure, it can definitely be a talking point. <sighs> like I, I like, that facts aren't out yet, and I don't like I said I don't know. But fuck, like stupid. Yeah, it's just it's, just it's extremely just extremely selfish. If the, if if this was a setup, it's extremely selfish on your part. I don't think he's thinking about the community at all. He's not thinking about anybody but himself. Right? Basically, if that if that is what happened, I accept. But I, my stance is still, I don't know. I'm saying if it is true, that's just how I feel. How do you feel 
about capitalism at its finest. So. Dateline. Colorado store that boycotted Nike after Colin Kaepernick ad will close. <laughs> In September, Stephen Martin saw a Nike ad featuring former San Francisco 49er quarterback Colin Kaepernick. The ad said, believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. The words sacrificing everything stood out to Martin, and he decided he needed to take a stand against Nike. He sold off the Nike inventory in his Colorado sports apparel and memorabilia store, Primetime Sports, and made national news as a store owner boycotting the biggest name in sports merchandise. Martin knew the Nike boycott would hurt. Being a sports store without Nike is like being a gas station without gas, he said. This week, Martin announced that Primetime Sports will close in the coming days. So September, October, November, December, January, February. It only took five months. That was fast, fam. They did not. They that they, they, they went quick. Wait, wait. So he's. So what gas station is working without gas? Uh, Valero. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been to one? They never have gas. <laughs> I guess it's, they stay open though, so I guess that works. They're only open to sell backwoods. That's the only reason to sell to sell backwoods. Oh, they got backwoods. Local. Then they good. They got you know, backwoods and four loco. That's all good. that they sell. They're fine. That's not, that's not even the same. They, they are they are not alike. Yeah, they are not alike. Um, okay. <laughs> this we uh this was never about property to me. This was about principle. Martin said on Wednesday night while he was in his store preparing to shut it down. Martin said the boycott was about principle over profit, and even though he the lost revenue played a role in his decision to close the store, he was absolutely glad he did it. He said, you don't trample over the men who have given Colin Kaepernick the right. Oh, God, fucking. It's, it's still there. Like, that fucking narrative is still there because people just don't want to listen to what the truth is, dude. Well, the narrative got his store closed down, so there you go. I mean, he he wrote the show way to closing the store. But if he would just sit and listen well, there you go. to what Colin was saying, he'd still have his fucking store open well, right well, now. He, he didn't, so there you go. Dip shit. I mean, his clothes, I mean he's, he's cool with it, so I'm cool with it. The former NFL quarterback became a polarizing figure. Okay, like we don't know what happened there. Yeah, we are on the store. In 20 years in business, Martin says he thought of himself as a guy who sold jerseys, not as an activist. You're still not an activist, bro. Nope. Because if you were, people would have come and supported you and you'd still be in business. But guess what? You can't do that without the biggest name in sports apparel. Yeah. Can't do that without Air Maxes, fam. Yeah. Um, I like some Air Max. He had never boycotted anything before, though in 2016, he canceled an autograph appearance by Brandon Marshall after the Denver Broncos took a knee during a national anthem before a game. Wow. This week, with past due rent bills portending a court fight, he decided to tell his... Let me read that again because I sounded kind of stupid. This week, with past due's rent bills... Per, Everything in the store is 40% off. (laughs) Oh, this is a great quote. This is a great final quote. (laughs) He said, I didn't give in to big Nike and big dollars. I didn't give in. I did it my way. He told this Colorado Springs station. Uh, You did what your way? Close the store. (laughs) Fit. Bro, like, <laughs> at some point you have to realize you're on the wrong side. 
You have to realize you're on the wrong side of history, right? I don't understand it. I really don't understand it. Uh, all because Nike gave his niggas his money, dog. That's all he did it for because Nike gave Kyle Kaepernick a check. He was like, nope. I'm going to cancel all the thing I'm selling. I'm all, all I'm selling is New Balances. <laughs> hey, New Balance, though. He's got the claw. What are you talking about? Oh, good. They got the claw. The claw didn't save him. The claw didn't save him yet. The claw but... didn't save him. Nah, it's too late. It's just closed. He can't get he can't get Kawhi jerseys in there now. Like it, no. That's that's a wrap, son. Yeah, I guess it's not. over. It's it's over. <laughs> oh, y'all and y'all stances, dog. It's just like the Nike boycott is like one of the most funny things in the world to me. The guy that cut off the the swooshes on his socks. Yeah, or and the guy- you, and now you just have socks that don't stay up anymore did you see the guy that burnt his shoe with him in them oh yeah man like the nike boycott has been just so entertaining it's like again we talk about like end games of boycotts like what is your point like no this had no end game this had no end game no no the end game was entertaining me i feel and y'all did that in spades so i thank you all for you burning your shoes that you already bought like oh but it's gonna be it's gonna be bad for business though don't you know did you know all the people, all the economics majors on the internet said that like, oh, getting Colin Kaepernick to 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 be the spokesman for your campaign is going to be bad for business. Guess what? The end of the quarter, in the green. I mean, they still have- They made huge profits. They still have Jordans. They still have Jordans. They still have Converse. Bro, they they resell old stuff and get more money off it than they did when they first sold it. So what are y'all talking about? What? Like- this boycott has been so entertaining. It's probably like if, if things entertain me in 2018 and in 2019, it's probably that. Just watching y'all just do the dumbest shit to say that we're against Nike. But I'm like, you bought this stuff already. It's going to get funnier. They already got your money. It's going to get funnier as the years go by. Like your boycotts for these things. Like I understand when, the, when a boycott has like an end, but like these boycotts are not in school. Like even like Nike. I'm even go go as far as saying like second place Gillette, those boycotts too, also hilarious. Yeah, all they ask you was to do better. That's all they wanted. It's like, hey guys, I know that we sell your razors, but just do a little better. Fuck that. <laughs> no. Legitimately saw people on the timeline today saying that, or not today, but this week saying they'll never buy Gillette razors again. Why? They just like they didn't okay, even say fine. Grow out your patchy ass beard. <laughs> they didn't even they didn't even say like they just said, hey, like if you wanted to summarize the commercial, it just says, hey, just do a little better. Yeah, that's, that's it. All the commercial said. It's like not all of you suck. We could do a little better, guys. Come uh, on. You guys are so fucking fragile out there. No. No, fuck that. I'm not buying Jill Rich. You're gonna tell me to do better. I wanna be what I wanna be. Like it's Y'all are Let me take a picture with me and my kids holding all of our guns and post it on the internet and have a caption saying, hey, Gillette, is this is this me being too toxic for you? It's like, uh, no, I think your whole mentality is pretty toxic, bro. Yeah, no, I the think- The fact that you need, you feel the need to, to flex with your guns with as your some kids? sort of counterpoint or some sort of counter strike against Gillette, who doesn't give a fuck about you, bro. They really don't. And like this is coming from someone who I signed up for Dollar Shave Club the day it launched. I can't stand Gillette. I can't stand the fact that they charge twenty five dollars for a four pack of razors. Yeah. It's fucking insane to me. But you know what? When it comes to this, fuck your patchy ass beard. I just, <laughs> shave that shit. 
just, I mean, it's just, like, I, yeah, but I no, hate it. I hate the, 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 but go back to Nike, like, he, 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 he took a stand against, I don't even know who he stands against, because, I mean, why are you mad at Nike for paying this dude? Like, I don't understand. You're mad at Nike for what? Like, Nike didn't kneel. Nike, they just said, hey, people, people kind of gravitate to you. We just want to make some money off of you. That's all Nike did. Yep. Nike, Nike saw someone that they can profit off of, and they did that. And you mad at them for what? And you're taking, and you're, you're saying, I'm not selling Nike stuff. What's so funny is that he took, he literally took food off of his own family's plate. Yes. For this bullshit cause. For nothing. That dog. did nothing for him. If you just like did, read a little bit more, it's like, oh, this really isn't that big of a deal. See, this is what happens when you, I know, and this is funny coming from us, a podcast called State Your Take, where all we do is have knee jerk reactions, but we don't have knee jerk reactions. I think, well, you don't. I do. <laughs> but when you have a knee-jerk reaction like this and it comes back to bite you in the ass, you got no one to blame but yourself. All I'm saying is I'm eating. So my, my, my reactions aren't that bad because I'm still eating. <laughs> <laughs> my knees are bad. <laughs> so this Steve Harvey and Monique exchange on his show mm. made the waves, made the rounds. It was a conversation that was mainly focused on class and losing touch once you reach a certain level of success. Right. Do you think Steve Harvey is out of touch? Absolutely. You think so? Absolutely. Because I've heard the other argument of people saying, well, the reason why he said that you can't help poor people if you're poor or the best thing to be what did he say? The best thing to do to help poor people is to not be poor. Right. Something like that. Yeah. I hear do you th- think that he meant because you can't financially help them unless you are well fine off, well I, off yourself? I get that part. Like, no, I'm not saying he, he wasn't all the way off base. Like that, we say you can't help poor people if you're poor. That's fine. Like you can't lift people up if you're down there with them. I get that. As Steve Harvey, speak for him. <laughs> what I'm trying to say, I don't know. <laughs> 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 yeah. I'm, not, I'm not doing that shit but um i get what he's saying about he's saying if you can't be you can't you can't lift people up if you're down there with them so i get that part of it however i just didn't understand what i didn't appreciate was him saying that um you know i felt like a lot of his argument was insinuating that money takes proceed over integrity like and that was my that was my issue with it. That's why that's why I didn't agree, didn't agree with him because like I understand that money is important, but money shouldn't be everything. At some point, like your your stances have to mean something. And, and that was Monique's counter argument. Exactly. That's why I was with Monique on that. I was like, you it can't be all about money. It can't be. It simply can't. Because she famously turned down a Netflix deal mm-hmm. for a comedy special because she felt she was not getting paid enough. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people commenters were saying well she should just be glad that she's getting a special at all take the money and go but she i think rightfully said well amy schumer's getting this amount of money so and so is getting this amount of money why can't i get this amount of money i'm monique i have a name i have a fucking didn't she win an academy award i mean she got nominated for an academy award yeah like she had she's a high profile entertainer 
let's not act like she's new to the game. She's been around for a long time. Well, my my, my issue whenever you have whenever you have someone who's able to just go by one name, like they're, like they're legit. Monique, Cher, Madonna, yeah, Beyonce. Can't can't feed that. Can't feed that. So I mean, I don't think it's crazy for her to say I'm not gonna do it for this amount of money, especially when we know that on the back end you may not get those checks either. I get that. I think my issue with that was like she her saying boycott Netflix. I'm like, I feel you. I'm not getting your um. I'm not getting your amount. I feel you. Like you would say no. So I went boycott. Uh, I don't know about that. But like I, but you're, but I with you. Like if you fucking like getting um what you feel like you should deserve, and you want to say no to it, nah. I mean, yeah, you can say no. That's fine. But I'm not gonna boycott this shit. Like because they didn't pay you because they lowballed you. Like, yeah, no. just take your take your services to somewhere else. Take right. it to Showtime. Take it to HBO. exactly. That, that, that was my that was my thing. Do your own thing and put it out on your own. That was my thing. Like I'm not I'm not gonna boycott because they didn't pay you. Because like, I mean because they pay a lot of other people, and I mean I don't know like. I can see that they, they didn't value you. Right. And you felt they didn't value you. And that's fine. And you felt like you need to get your 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 due process and, and that's fine. But like I just I just had to take my breaks when she said like boycott Netflix. I was like, I don't know about that though. It's weird to me that in twenty nineteen there's not a singular comedy platform. Yeah. Like Netflix has certainly made a push to put out more stand up specials. Definitely. And you can see it. Comedy Central looks to be moving towards more, not looks to be, has moved more towards original like sitcoms. Yeah. But there's not like a Netflix version of stand-up comedy. Like a streaming service. Like a streaming we, service we, of just all stand-up comedy. They've tried. I think like they had, um, I think Kevin Hart had one. Kevin Hart's got the LOL network. Yeah, the LOL network. And I think other people like, I think I'm Funny or Die. Funny or Die. People have tried, but no one's like cornered the market yet. But again, Funny or Die was like skits. Yeah, but... Like that's Will Ferrell and Adam McKay's thing, right? Right. They do a lot of skits and sketches. I'm talking about just like full-on Kevin Hart, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, you know, uh, uh, Neil Brennan, Anthony Jeselnik, like all the big stars go to this one spot to put out their comedy special. I think it's better that it's not that way, though. Why? Honestly, because I think that um, I think that people have different demands. And I think that, like... But if there's one spot for comedians ran by comedians... Well, the people... people are, think okay. of it like a title. Yeah, but the thing is, like, comedy has different limits, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, like comedy... Like, some people... Some people... Um, some comics are just... You can give everyone. Some comics just push the boundaries. No, but I'm saying... It's not like... I'm not saying that there needs to be uh, no. It's just like a platform. I get it. Yeah, I'm saying, but like the platform is run by someone, and they have to run the content they put on there. So I'm saying, like the thing is, like, and I think Monique even said to, alluded to that when she's talking to Steve. She's like, when you have to like dumb down your content to make someone else more comfortable, then you're messing with your art. That's what I'm saying. If it's run by comedians, though, they'll understand that. Like you don't do that. You can't dumb down your comedy. But I'm saying like Ray Romano and Chris Rock are not the same comedian. No, I know that. So I'm saying like who 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 decides what's go out there though? You know what I'm saying? That's my issue. Like who decides what goes? Who decides what's put on the platform? Everybody. It's How? you put you put it out there. If you have a name, if you have a cosign from somebody, like let's say let's say you have a new comedian that just popped up at the comedy store. Okay. But they get cosigned by Ray Romano. 
Like what? Ray Romano was like, yo, this kid is good. Okay. They bring him out on the road. They put him on. A, they put it. They give him a name. They get him a little bit of a buzz. Then they give him a special. And then they put it on this platform. They see how it goes. And if it goes, then you have a new star. Then you have somebody that could come back to that platform and say, all right, now I'm going to go down to the Boston Comedy Club and I'm going to pick out a new star. And it just kind of feeds itself that way. But what if, what if, what if someone else is there? I remember like they don't like the guy. That's not for them to decide. That's the thing that I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You put it up there. It's democratic. If people don't watch it, if people don't like it, then it doesn't get the shine. But the thing is, like, what we've learned from all these things that we talked about, like, award shows that nothing, nothing truly democratic. But this would be because the only people that are, look, the people who are in charge would just say, okay, put it on. Who's if in charge? Can, the comedians. But not that you, you're, you're, you're operating about the comedian just going to, like, put everyone they see on. Not everyone, but there has to be a it, yes, it has to be a filtered system. But if it's funny, it's funny. But the filters, the, the filters, the issue because it's like the thing is like what's funny to this person is funny to this person. The thing is like I I think it's a better one how it is because like you can go out and find what you like and go see what's funny, what's not funny to you. No, that's how it, like that's how it is now. No, like, because there's a lot of comedians that I discovered by accident. Right, because they're just out in different in, in different platforms. Right, but if I had a a singular place I could go. And if I say, hey, I like Chris Rock, I like Dave Chappelle, I like uh, Richard Pryor, and they say, just like Netflix, oh, this would be like a 98% match. Watch this person's special. But here's the thing, I think the thing with, the thing with that, though, is... I don't think you're really disagreeing with me right now. I mean, uh, I think you would actually like what I'm talking no, about. No, I think, you know, I think what you're saying, it sounds ideal, but I don't think you think about the, uh, the dynamics of, like, why... Why is this person? Why is this person on HBO not Showtime? Why is this person on Showtime not Netflix? Because like, they, they cut a bigger check. But I'm saying, but I'm saying, like, as also because someone decide someone decides what they want to put on their platform. Like they're, the, as, I'm saying this is a filter. That's what I'm saying to you, man. That's but you're what I'm saying no, to but, you. But, no, but, what I'm saying to you is that okay, you have a committee of comedians, okay. established comedians. So let's just say like you have like seven comedians, right? Okay. You go to them, you say, "Hey, I, I have a special." They don't even look at it okay well they look at it but they're not going to sit there and say oh this isn't funny i didn't like this joke you can't put this out no that's not how it works it says we take a vote do we want to put this person special on our platform if the vote is unanimous or if it's majority yes then it goes on it's not about like what's being put on there it's about is can this person draw an audience how many times do we hear comedians complaining about having to apologize because of something they said in their show? Think about having a place where they didn't have to go to worry about if someone is going to make them apologize for something. That's what this would be. But I'm saying, like, the thing is, like, you're acting as if this for that they don't have bias, but we are all have we all have bias. Yes, I'm saying the bias would have to be subsided by, but dollars. An audience, and that is, and I'm saying like you're. I think I I think when you take corporate suits out of the equation, it makes it a lot easier. I think you make it. My thing is like you're acting like the comedians can be the corporate suits. Yeah, I, I think you're, I think that people think that um, it's just it was just one mentality of people that that they all think this way. They all no, th- I'm these not people saying they have way. to all think the same way. But all I'm saying they have to agree that the cream will rise to the top. But I'm saying is like how do you how how do you how do you have the how do you pick this platform where you put all the comedy on one platform? How do you really just say that because with that you that's autonomy like that's just this one thing that has everything. Yeah. So and there and everything this one thing you don't right. think that you don't think that they're gonna push things to the wayside. 
Do you think you'll miss something if the if it all goes through one channel? No. As I'm saying, it's like I think I, I think ideally it's a great idea. But I'm just saying I don't I think that if you have if you operate in things that way, that some that there may be some come in and say, like, you know, this this I don't like this guy. Then they don't uh-huh. have to use it. They don't have to put it out. They can but put it on that, YouTube. They can that, do it themselves. They that, can go to Netflix. They can go. I'm just saying it would be nice. That's what they're doing now. You see what I'm saying? But Netflix is just what you're saying. It's too much. It's the pool is too much. Like how many times have you gone to Netflix and you see like the same 20 titles that you saw the past, you know, six Take months? Take what you want. I don't, I don't have a problem with this. I just, All I'm saying is that Netflix doesn't bring everything that they have to the forefront. Like, how many times, like, I can't tell you how many times I've gone to Netflix and been like, wow, this is on there? Like, how have I not known that? Because it gets buried and all, it's too much shit. It's discovery. Just go discover it. We're saying the same thing, Ed. We're saying uh-huh. the exact same thing. No, cause all you, I'm saying is you, you, you take a very specific g- genre okay. of entertainment. You put it on a different platform. It could be called Netflix comedy. It could just be an offshoot of Netflix. But it's the one place you go to where you want to see a stand-up special that's coming out from a new comedian or your favorite comedian. That's all I'm saying. It'd be like Netflix. It's Netflix for comedy. It's Netflix comedy. Does that make it easier for you to understand? It's Netflix comedy. It doesn't because someone has to pay them. You understand? We pay them. We subscribe to it. But And they all go to the one place. Yes. So like, But I'm saying like. It's like the Disney app. All of your Disney movies are on one application. Because that's what Disney made. Oh my God. This is what I'm saying. Like, this no, is what I'm saying. Because no, because you're making like you're making comedy act like it's just like a Disney, a Disney product. And it's not that comedy is not that new is way more nuanced than that. I know, but what I'm well, dude, I don't know how else to explain this to you. If I am a comedian and I want to put out a special, or if Netflix comes to me and says, Hey, we want to give you a special, then it goes on Netflix comedy. And then it's on all it's on this singular platform with all this other comedy on it. So that I'm surrounded by comedy and I'm not getting flooded out by documentaries and original content TV shows. I could just go and watch comedy. Yeah. But what, like... Stop arguing with me! I'm trying to tell you, like... You, cause, uh, You're not convincing me that it wouldn't is work. Is every comedian on Netflix on HBO? Is every comedian on HBO on Showtime? No. Is every comedian on HBO on Showtime on Funny or Die? No. Or, is every, or on Comedy Central? No, there is n- because it's not as because the thing is like they're filtered their levels to this shit. You can't just put the same comedians on this one thing and think that the same board of people are going to prove all these comedians on this one platform. It's not going to work because they. Why wouldn't that work? Because they have to go other places and you have the same problem again because they because it, the, your Netflix comedy right is one people. They don't say, have to go other places. What, what what if they say no? Are they going to just starve now? Like if 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 if, if Netflix comedy says like, hey, we don't want this person. Do they starve now? What are they going to do? They put this stuff elsewhere, right? That's not how it works. Okay, then how does it work? Okay, if I have a special and I'm shopping it around, and if I go to Netflix... And they say no. And they say no, then then yes, you do go shop it around. But if Netflix comes to me and says, hey, we want to give you a special... Then it goes on their Netflix comedy platform. You have to be famous for them to come to you. They don't have to be. Why would they come? how many fucking comedians on there that... On there that you do not know. Do you know how many? A lot. There's a lot you don't know. Okay, then tell but me. But now they. But now you know them because they have a fucking Netflix special. Do you know how many comedians are out in the world that don't have any special stuff? Yes, that's, that's what, what I'm, I'm saying to you. If they get the cosign, if fucking Bill if, Burr, if Bill if, Burr, if Bill Burr, who has if, three Netflix specials, goes to Netflix if. and says, "Hey, this comedian's really good. Check him out. He has a good special." 
You don't think that Netflix would take a look at that and say, hey, we'll give him a special? So what if they say no? And someone else says yes. Then they say no. And then he goes and he continues to do what he does. And then someone else says yes, right? Then fine. Give him that fucking special. But what I'm saying is- Then it's not all on one platform. Oh my God, dude. You're not listening to what I'm saying. I am because I'm, I'm you're asking you're asking as if everyone's going to say yes and everyone's going to be on that platform. I'm saying that people are going to say no and they go to other flat other platforms and give you the same problem no, that you had no, before. No, that's not what I'm saying. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying is if you have a committee of comedians who are committed to discovering talent, they're not going to say no based on whether or not you're famous. They're going to say no based on whether or not you can draw an audience. So everybody Fame in. has nothing to do with it. There are comedians out there right now killing it. You don't know their name, but they pack a house every night. So they let everybody in there? They have a great following on Twitter. I mean, they, they let everybody in there. They let everybody in based on committee, dude. That's what I'm saying to you. So everyone gets in then? If you're good, yes. So if they don't think you're good, then you don't... Then what, you don't get in. So then what do they do if they don't think they're good? But, then you get better. Where do they go then? They do. The thing is, they like, do small out show. Look, dude, if you're not a good comedian, you're not getting a special, no matter where you go, unless you put it out yourself. Because we, uh, I'm saying, this we follow mad comedians that are funny that don't have specials. Yes. So where do they go? What do you mean? Where do they go? Because they don't. I'm saying, like you're saying that these comedians. I just told you where they go. They either put it out themselves or they go somewhere else. So, we, but if they're not good, it's not going to matter where they go. So, you, but I'm saying, like you have because, like, the thing is, like you're still going out and finding them on other platforms, which leads you right back to where we are. No. No, no, so dude, you, no. So you want you want majority of the comedians on this platform then? I'm just saying because like because you're acting like you want the comedians all on one platform and it sounds like an ideal thing. I'm just saying that ideally your idea works. I'm saying that that's not. I'm saying it's very idealistic though because I don't think that all your comedians you want are going to be on this one platform because when you think about negotiations and people get paid, they are good. Good is such as ad. Comedy. Good is such a subjective word, though, because no, you're good and someone else is good. No, it's yes, not. It is. No, it's not. Yes, no, it's it not. Is. Even the comedians that I don't like, I can tell you that they're good. Okay. Because they're getting laughs, dude. That's how it works. But who's laughing at them? Their audience. The people that are coming to see them. The same so, people that are going to subscribe to the platform that you're paying for. So Larry the Cable Guy is going to be on there, too? Who? Larry the Cable Guy. You think he's funny? Dude, Larry the Cable Guy sells out arenas. But is he funny to you? He's not funny to me, but he sells out arenas. So is, who's if he's gonna if he's gonna bring people to the platform, yeah, I can give a fuck less if Larry the Cable Guy is on this platform. So then, okay, what are you I, talking about? I don't get what I don't get what you're saying. What do you mean you don't get what I'm saying? I don't, because it's like because what don't you understand? I'm saying you're acting like because I think that you're just thinking about it very idealistically. What's wrong with that? The world's not ideal. That's what's oh wrong with God, it. Oh my God, dude. Oh my god! Like I think in practice, it's not gonna work that way. God. Like I guess, I guess, I guess, I guess I'm too Dude, practical. If if everybody thought like that, there, there there would be no Netflix. There'd be no fucking Red Dead. No, I'm. That's say like look. That's that's not that's not the same thing. Like I because I'm telling you, I feel like if that could happen, it would have happened. No, I feel like the reason why it hasn't happened is because it takes a lot of money to do this, and I don't think people have that kind of money to throw at something like this. That's a lot of risk. Yeah, that's the other thing. That's the only reason why it hasn't happened. It's not because it's idealistic. I think it's just because it's fucking expensive. Mm, Netflix is like notorious for losing money. Like they throw like they 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 stay in the black or in the red mm. with all the original content they put out. God damn it. Got hot. <laughs> Can Canadians be racist? Are there races are there races in Canada? Yeah, but can they be racist? Are there the races in Canada? Yeah. Then yes, this question. 
All right. <laughs> I just don't know what the history of race is in Canada. The history of race is race everywhere. I mean, race is not just, race is not a thing that's because to um, America. I know race but is everywhere. So they didn't have slavery, did they? I mean, yeah, but they don't. I mean, but even in even in India, they have a caste system where it's based on like the color of your skin. True. So I mean, race is not just one thing. That's I just can't imagine a Canadian like being mean to somebody for being black or brown or Asian. I don't. I haven't been Canada. I couldn't tell you, but I just I couldn't tell you how they treat black people. Yo, uh, if you know, if you're familiar with the system in Canada, let us know. Can Canadians be racist? I'm saying yes because I feel like everyone can be racist because race is everywhere. I just, I just, I think they're too nice. There you go, being idealistic again. <laughs> oh, what the, f- what the fuck you doing there, nigger? Eh? Yeah, that doesn't sound right. Probably, that's probably how it sounds though. That doesn't even sound right. I don't think that they may not use the word nigger though. I think that's probably like I think I think that's an American thing. I don't say nigger around white people. Huh? I don't say nigger around white people. Yeah, I don't want to give them any pretense. I want like it's okay. It's not. I don't do it. I, I mean. They're like, well, Aaron said it. <laughs> yeah. I don't want, that's, no, that's like legitimately, dude. Like, I don't want them to think that it's, because I mean, personally, like, it doesn't hit me as hard. But when I hear the ER, I'm just like, ooh, like, why? Like, why do you want to do that? But like, yeah, I don't want to be giving them the, the, the tag that it's okay to say, because it may not be okay to say around some other people. That's, you know, participating stores only kind of thing. <laughs> Uh, do you have Ezra Thomas? Um, no, no. It's been a, it's been it's been a rough week. It has been a long it's week. It's been man. a whole lot of shit going on. Um, I'll, I will say that, like, um, to address Michelle Rodriguez, you can make out people and still be racist. She's a dumbass. What the fuck? She's a real dumbass. She can't be racist. Look and kiss him. Like, oh yeah, yeah tell tell us how the Hemmings that. Yeah, you know how uh, all these uh, people got last names and light skin and because right. they're slave owners. Goddamn! Like, just say, look, just say. Not me. only that, but any baby that was born into slavery, if the mom was a slave, that baby was a slave. Yeah. So that's how you get free labor. <laughs> as a slave owner. Yeah. So don't fucking bring that shit here. God damn. Like, just say you don't know. Just say you can't comment on it. Oh, how about this? Don't say anything. Like, don't say anything. Hey, Michelle Rodriguez, from now on, just keep it shut. If anyone asks you about questions that are maybe problematic, just act like it's a reporter asking about this time space continuum. You don't fucking know. I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. So when they ask you about, like, hey, you think we need to meet space? I don't fucking know. Yeah. Don't know. That's what you asked me. You were like, hey, is Liam needs some race races? I don't know. We're going to know. I don't Could know. Could be. Could not be. Don't know. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Rate, subscribe, review. Hit us up on social media. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it, yeah. Bye. <laughs>